Welcome to One to Watch Wednesday, featuring independent and emerging artists and bands from across Canada and their songs. My name is Sarah Scott, and thanks for hanging out today. In the spotlight this week is Calgary, Alberta's Jared Nicklin. He is a very talented, chill, classical electronic artist. You're, of course, going to get to know him a little bit better and find out all the genres that he has worked with throughout his career as a musical artist. What inspired him to do more electronic, classical, chill-type music, the beautiful way he describes his sound, and what he would like you to take away from his songs, how some of his inspiration comes from nature, and how he gets into the headspace to write one of his singles, and so much more. It was a wonderful, wonderful conversation, and you are also going to hear two of his songs, Edge of the Universe, and a very special song he hasn't even released yet. You get to hear it here first. So exciting. It is called The Shadows. I'm pretty darn excited for this episode, so let's get right on into it. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Jared. I really appreciate it. So we met many, many years ago. I think it was back in 2010, I believe. And you were in a duo called Boy and Girl. It was a passion pop duo formed by yourself and Crystal McGrath. And you two released three studio albums between 2009 and 2013 that included two Canadian top 40s. And to be honest, that is all I know about you and your musical journey up until now that you're creating this beautiful electronic music. And I love it. I want to hear all about how you got your start. Like, let's go way back to the beginning of your career and where your music passion started. Sure. Well, I was born small town, Saskatchewan on a farm. All I had really to listen to was AM radio. So it didn't really have the top 40 kind of songs. You could listen, you could hear country, you could hear the oldies. So that's really kind of what I grew up on. And then when I hit high school age, I could actually get an FM radio on my little CD player. And I'm like, oh, I finally get some pop music. And that's really kind of how it all started. And I heard these songs on the radio because I don't play by note at all. My parents, my mom had a piano, so they'd hear me play the piano. I'd hear these songs on the radio. I want to play these songs. My very first song actually I ever played from the radio was actually Nine to Five by Dolly Parton, which is really funny. That whole beginning sequence, like dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so from there, I they found a teacher for me who really just helped me use my ear and just play with my heart and just songs that I would hear and that I would connect to. I would try to mimic them and I would learn how to play them. And from there, I just learned how to songwrite. And I started out really just writing kind of pop music, folk stuff as well. And then I kind of just taught myself how to play guitar as well. I was in a few bands like before Boy and Girl, usually with like a female lead. I did a solo thing for a little bit where I did solo vocals, which that led me to meet Crystal McGrath from Boy and Girl. And yeah, and then Crystal and I, we were together since 2009, we actually released our first album and we met in 2008. And it was really just kind of a fluke how we started too. Like we just like, oh, let's do a show together because she was a solo artist. I was a solo artist, both doing pop music. And I'm like, oh, we should do a show together. Let's write, let's see if we can write a song together and maybe we can perform it at the show. And so we ended up writing like 10 songs and we're like, this is working really, really well. So let's keep going. And so then that's why her and I started a band because it just worked really, really well. And now she's doing some solo country, which is amazing. I'm doing some solo chill electronic classical stuff and it's just it's been great that sounds so cool it sounds like you were a bit self-taught but also you did have that teacher to guide you as well and you've experimented with a few different genres which I love you are an artist you know that is so cool so obviously there are differences 
in electronic and folk and pop music, of course, but how was it transitioning into chill electronic and what or who or both inspired you to go in this direction from your previous projects? Great question. I record everything at home myself. So I kind of started actually recording music for some companies for commercials, for podcasts, for just some internet stuff. And I had songs that they actually said no to, but they were kind of this chill kind of like vibe. I would show it to other people and they're like, you should release this. So actually I started writing this stuff in like 2015, but I didn't release it until 2020. Mm -hmm. And really it was kind of when the pandemic started that it was like, I feel like this is the moment that people need this kind of music, you know, and the world is so divisive and people are fighting. It's like, what a great time to release this type of music. And that's really kind of how I went from the pop stuff to into this. And really, I like I grew up in the church as well and in a Pentecostal church. And the music there is like very uplifting and it makes you feel great. And so I think I feel like I take some of that and bring it into this as well. For sure. That is really cool how you got here. And as I mentioned earlier, I feel like you did bring this out at the right time because everyone is kind of taking a bit of a step back and realizing that we don't need to be crushing it like 14, 15 hours a day. It is okay to rest. It is okay to take some mindfulness and time for yourself and This music is perfect for that. And now you have three beautiful albums. You got Beautiful Galaxy and La Cinema and your most recent Christmas one, a Christmas album. How would you describe the music that you create? It's just music to, and not to sound cheesy, but hopefully just to heal your soul and to enlighten you and you put it on. And it's okay if it's not even what you're focusing on at the moment, but hopefully it'll take you to somewhere and it'll create a whole different world for you. I just want people to be enlightened. And I just want people to just feel really great when they hear it. It feels really great to listen to it. I've listened to a few of your songs now and it takes you somewhere and it's colorful and it's bright and it is enlightening. So thank you for bringing this music to us. And I've never had the pleasure of talking to anyone in the electronic music world before. And although I know a bit about production, I don't know a lot about your genre. So what is your creative process like when you sit down to create a song How does it flow for you? When I sit down, there is moments where I'm like, oh, I need to write a song. I feel like I just need to write a song and and I'll sit there and nothing will come out because I also do a little bit of classical as well. So I always laugh with other people because they're like, well, how do you know what you're going to write? And I don't really know. Sometimes I'll sit down and I'll write a pop song. Sometimes I'll sit down and write a country song. Sometimes I'll sit down and write a chill song or classical. But lately, I think just the way the world is, I've just been really focused in on this chill electronic and I'll just sit down. I really have to be in a certain mindset to kind of tap in. But just the other night, like I wrote three songs within like three hours. But there's other times where I can sit there and nothing will come out and it'll be like a week and I can't write anything. So I really have to be tapped in with the universe, I think, to make this kind of music. How do you tap in with the universe? I just have to come into my studio and just be very still and not have anything else, any distractions on. I put my phone away. Sometimes I'll turn the lights off and it sounds cheesy, but I'll just turn the lights off and just sit there in front of my keyboard and I just let it flow. And sometimes I just hit record with no metronome. I just let it go. And whatever happens, I'm like, I'm just going to do it and we'll just see what comes out. And sometimes it's, I feel really connected to it. And sometimes I don't, but I still keep the ones that I'm not connected to because maybe down the road, I'll release and somebody else can connect to it. Oh, that is so cool. So what are some of your favorite sounds to use in your music? Well, pretty much everything has a synth sound, lots of soundscape kind of mute or sounds. Um, just this last couple of weeks, I've started using a little bit more, some guitar patches, which sound really, really cool. And I just kind of add a lot of reverb on there and 
post-production and it just really fills up the space. When I first actually made first album, Beautiful Galaxy, it was just all synthesizer. There was no piano in it. And then by the time I got to the second album, I'm like, well, I'm really essentially a piano player. That is really my instrument. And so I decided to do some like synth and piano mixed together. And so that's kind of where I've kind of evolved and that's where the sound I've got now. Oh, cool. That is awesome. And you mentioned earlier that you were doing some music for some businesses some podcasts and other projects and stuff like that. So do you also still do that? I do. I have a friend, he has his own company where he does a lot of visual for different companies all over the world. And so if they need custom music, he'll reach out to me. He's like, okay, they want this like 80s kind of like alien kind of music. I'm like, okay, I can do this. Right. So yeah, so I still do that kind of stuff too. And I love it. That is so cool. So who do you most like to collaborate with? Well, so far doing the chill stuff, I haven't collaborated with anybody, but this year I feel like there is some collaborations coming for sure. I've talked to a few people and they've had some interest in doing some stuff with me. So that'll be a new adventure that I start probably this year. Cool. And we're definitely going to be talking about more about your career and your future coming up here in a couple of minutes, but we are going to show off one of your creations now. But before we play Edge of the Night, tell us about it and how it was created. This song was recorded... I think in 2017, I didn't release it until 2020, but I remember this one so well, just sitting down, just feeling in a a place where it's like, the world's kind of crazy. We need something just chill to like, kind of bring us all together. And that's how, where it all came from. Here is Edge of the Universe by our guest, Jared Nicklin.
Affairs, Edge of the Universe by our guest, Jared Nicklin. Now, we kind of mentioned what does kind of motivate you to create your songs that you're creating now, but what does motivate you to create in general? Living in Canada, I think, how can you not say nature? You know, like we live in Alberta and we live right beside the mountains. When you go to Banff or you go to the mountains and you you look at how amazing they are, how can you not be inspired by our lakes and our mountains? For sure. Definitely. We have some beautiful landscapes here and you've had some pretty cool highlights in your career so far. You've had two top forties, as I mentioned, and you've had the opportunity to share the stage with some amazing artists over the last several years, such as Kaiza, Annie DeFranco, Lights, David Usher, Susie McNeil, Bedouin Soundclash and Widemouth Mason. Those were the most recent ones that I could see, but what are some other highlights that you've had over the last several years of your music career with everyone that you've worked with? Absolutely. I think with Boy and Girl, Crystal and I, we've done a lot of Pride events and those are pretty fun. People are there just to celebrate and have a good time. And the audience is already revved up. Like there's really no work you have to do. You just have to go and play and they just give you the energy. And I would say that those have been some of the highlights for us. We did Vancouver Pride. We've done Saskatoon and Regina. We've done Calgary. We've done Alberta or um, Edmonton. They've all been great. For sure. So what are your favorite and least favorite venues to play? Great question. I don't know. I don't, I don't, well, I am just grateful if I get asked to perform somewhere and play. I, I don't really have a, a least favorite place to perform. I guess if maybe if the crowd is really just not into it, but Maybe that's my fault. I don't know. So, but for the most part, I'm just excited just to play anywhere. Oh, I love that. That is so exciting. So if you could have anyone listen to your music, who would it be? Like if so-and-so heard your music and loved it and shared it on all their socials, who would you like die over? Mm, that's a tough one. I don't know. Well, I guess if Billie Eilish, if she like shared it, that would be pretty amazing. Or Shawn Mendes, like these are two artists that I think are really amazing. You know, growing up, one of my favorite artists was Tori Amos. If she would release something or share something of mine, that would be pretty amazing too, since she's so amazing on piano. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. So who are you listening to right now? Like who's on repeat in your car? I'm so random. Like this is how random I can be. So I will listen to the top 40. So lots of Billie Eilish. I love her latest album. It's so great. And I'll listen to country stuff as well but I also love the 90s stuff too so I'll go back and like and don't judge me listeners but like I'll listen to like Joey Lawrence for those of you who don't remember who he is he was on Blossom but that's what I've been listening to lately and it's just more just like kind of reliving your past it's like oh I remember when I was you know this age and listening to this and I really just listen to anything like Brian Eno like he's got some really great synth stuff Philip Glass he's a really great piano player so they're really kind of more in the vein that I'm the kind of music that I do so I listen to them as well for sure like Joey Lawrence is still such a babe um <laughs> <laughs> oh yes you know you know who he is good job <laughs> we're gonna talk a bit more about you like personally here in a second just so we can get to know you a bit more but how does art help you in other areas of your life? How does your art help you? And how does music in general help you in other areas of your life? I think for any artist, when you're able to create, I think it just makes you a better person because you're not holding anything back. I was really lucky to have parents who saw that I had a love for music at a very young age. And they're just like, we got to nurture this and we got to make make this something for him. I'm sure they had no idea that I would take it this far and that I would just continue to be doing it. 
yeah, I think any artist who gets to do what they love, I think it'll just make them a better person in all areas of their life. Totally agree with that. So let's get to know you a bit more. So when you're not doing music and you're not creating these beautiful songs, what else can we find you doing? What are some of your hobbies and what are some of your interests? Yeah, well, I love walking and I love going to Banff and I love nature. And again, like I said, my family's from Saskatchewan, so they have a cabin out there. Love going there and spending time with my family. This Christmas, my whole family ended up coming to Calgary to spend time with me. And that was great. Really just, yeah, just being outside. I just love being outside. I'm not a huge sports person, but I do like working out. So what brought you to Alberta from Saskatchewan? Well, when I I started doing music in Saskatoon, and I just felt at the moment that there just wasn't as much going on in Saskatoon. Now looking back, I can see that there was, I just wasn't maybe tapped into it. And I remember people saying, well, why would you move to Calgary? Why not move to Vancouver or Toronto? Because they're so much bigger. And it's been like 15 years that I've been here. And I said at the time, I'm like, I just feel like there's going to be more coming out of Alberta and out of Calgary. And I want to be a part of that. And that's really what brought me here. I only knew maybe five people who lived here. I lived with a friend as soon as I moved here. And yeah, the rest is history. And I ended up staying. Well, we're so glad that you stayed in Alberta because I feel like it's just one of the biggest growing musical populations in Canada right now. So I think it was a really good choice. And if you could play anywhere in the world, where would you love to play your music in any genre that you've done? Well, Europe would be fun. I would love to go to England someday and perform there and do this chill stuff. I feel like they would really get it. You know, England and Paris, that would be so much fun. And really just and tour the rest of Canada as well. Just really just whoever will listen and just go anywhere where people will have me. I love that. So what is next for you in 2022 and beyond? Yeah, so this year probably will have an album coming out sometime in June. I'm working with an artist named Olivier Salvez. And so he's actually doing all the cover art for my last two singles. So for the album, he'll be doing that as well. And then this year, there possibly could be a greatest hits as well. I just kind of want to put kind of my most popular songs all together for the listeners so they can just kind of press play and have like 20, 18 or 20 songs where they just, you know, they connect to. And then for sure, I'll be doing some more Christmas stuff. My Christmas album that I released in December. I really have zero expectations for any music that I released, but I didn't have any expectations for this either. It really took off and it really did really, really well. So I'm so happy that people could connect to it and I will for sure do be doing more of that. Heck yes. Before we play The Shadows here, another song you sent me, where where can everybody find you and your music and your future projects? Well, on all streaming services, I'm very active on Instagram. So find me there. Just Jared Nicklin. Easy to find. I also have Facebook as well. So find me anywhere. And it's Jared with two R's. <laughs> I'm going to throw yeah. that out there because even I made that mistake. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. So I, I people always they're like, oh, doesn't that say Jared? It's like, so when my mom, when she was trying to pick names, she saw, she liked the name Jared, but she thought it looked funny with one R. She's like, well, that looks like Jared to me because it's not <laughs> Jared. So that's why there's the two R's. <laughs> no, I like that. It makes total sense. So yeah. we are going to play The Shadows right now. But of course, before we do, I got to get you to tell us more about it and introduce it for us. For sure. Well, this song is actually not even out yet. And <gasps> thank um, you. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So so this is the first time that it'll be played for everyone. I'm super excited about it. Again, Olivier Salvez did the cover for it and it just matches perfect. And really, it's called The Shadows because I feel like some, like a lot of my songs more have enlightening titles. And this one, it's like, oh, maybe it kind of sounds dark. But sometimes you have to go through the dark stuff to get to the light. So that's really where the, the title came from. Beautiful. And here it is. I'll get you to introduce it for us. Everybody, this is Jared Nicklin's latest song or new song that's not even out. 
the shadows. is Jared Nicklin with a song that hasn't been released yet. You heard it here first. Big thanks going out to Jared for letting us hear the song first, by the way. It is called The Shadows. And a few minutes ago, you also heard his song, 
edge of the universe. Both beauties right there. You can get all of Jared Nicklin's music wherever you buy, download, or stream your music right now. And make sure you follow along on his very exciting and promising musical journey under all social media platforms like he mentioned. A massive, massive thank you going out to Jared for hanging out on One to Watch Wednesday this week. That was such a fun conversation. I can't wait to have you back. That is your One to Watch Wednesday for this week. My name is Sarah Scott. Thanks so much for hanging out and have a great rest of your day.